Let's just, let's just do amazing grace. Let's do amazing grace. Y'all just stay seated. And let's just thank the Lord that He loves us and we're saved. He came to save sinners, Paul said, of whom I'm chief. You know, I imagine many of us in this room feel like we're the, we're the worst ones. Amen. Here we go. Let's sing it. Here we go. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. And we've, when we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the sun we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun amazing again you sing it Uh, come on the sound that saved was lost but now was blind but now I see. Amen. Praise the Lord. God saved you. Amen. Thank you, buddy. I don't have him often, so when he does, I always have to sing a song with him. You know, have to. Got to. Amen. Let's go to the Word this morning. Again, if it's your first time, I do things a little different. I may as well because I'm odd to begin with. So we may as well go with it all the way. Amen. I've been blessed. I try to. I've have had a big old screen uh, at the high school for twelve and a half years. I always preached just with my notes behind the pulpit. That's the way I did it. But then I got over that high school, and I had to do what I could do. And then it just. Uh, oh, about a year into it, we decided let's just take all my notes and mess and put up on the screen. And this was a long time ago. That's twenty years ago. And then, but the good news is. Roger the Dodger Johnson, he's been with me for 20 years. Can we thank the Lord for him? Come on, right there, right there. But he's a graphics guy and knows all that stuff, and so he took all my messages from way back when and started making them pretty and everything. And he'll do weird things from time to time. We got a little ending today that's sort of an interesting way we end it. But, but we put everything on that big old screen for you. We put the Scriptures up there. We love it when you bring your Bible. We get that. But you know what I'd really rather have? I'd rather have your attention and see the Word of God on the screen and say it with me when I ask you to. Amen? 
and just try your best to do that because you'll be surprised after you do this for a while, you'll start to memorize Scripture. You might just get little bits of it, but before you know it, it's in your spirit and it's in your heart and it's coming out in your life. Amen? So this is how we do it. So if you're here for the first time, we use this big screen and we're ready to go. Let's go, Rog. We're in a series called Today. Today, man, it's all you have. You know that, right? You don't have it tomorrow. It's today. That's it. You've got today. So we're starting our new year off with a series. I wrote it many, many years ago. We changed it a good bit. But uh, looking forward to this series with you after uh, last week's message, week number two today. Today, it's all you have. Just a little review, just in case you think I'm, you know, full of it. Okay, here it is. Book of Proverbs, boast not yourself of tomorrow, for you don't know what a day is going to bring forth. How many ever had a day and something happened in that day and it was horrible? It just killed you. Anybody want to raise a hand on that and say it destroyed me almost? That's what a day will do sometimes. You never know what a day will bring forth. Here's the good thing. A lot of good things can happen in your day. Amen? How many have had one of those? You couldn't believe it. Something, what? Crazy. Today, you ought to live in the now, my, my friend. James 4, 14. Whereas you don't know what's going to be on tomorrow. You don't know. What is your life? Say it with me. It is even a vapor, keep going, that appears for a little time, and then it what? Vanishes away. Next time you're cooking at the stove, and you got that boiling water, and you see the vapor, and when it's gone, that's you. You hear me? That's what that verse is teaching. Come on. So today is all you have. But it's plenty. Today is plenty. Say that with me. Today is what? It's plenty. This is the day, what? The Lord has made, and I will rejoice, and I'll be what? Glad in it. Today's plenty. You give me another one, we'll do it again. But God's been good to us. You gave us this day. Guys, tomorrow really never comes. It never comes. You really never get a tomorrow. If you get one, it's a what? It's a today. Yeah, you don't get a tomorrow. You know what tomorrow is? Pop it up. Tomorrow is the only day that really appeals to the lazy man. That's it. How many will be honest? You planned on doing something somewhere in your life on a tomorrow and it never happened. It just never happened. Anybody want to raise your hand and say, I did that, Pastor. I planned on And it never happened. It never happened. This is the day you have. I want to encourage you. And, I, you know, when, I, when you hear me preach, you know what I'm trying to tell myself. I'm pretty transparent. I think everybody would say that about with me, good or bad. I run my mouth a lot. But what you're hearing is how I want to live my life. I want to live my life today. I don't do a good job at it sometimes. But this is the best me. The best me is when I take a day and I squeeze the snot out of it. And I get everything I can out of it. One of the things I love in my day, I don't know, Kim, are you here somewhere? Where are you at? Way up there. You're sliding way back, further and further. Look at you. One of my favorite things in my day is in the evening, Kim and I will usually watch a movie together. That's one of my favorite things in my day. I've had a crazy busy day doing this, that, or the other. And then around supper time 
it starts to slow down. Everybody gets their baths. And then she and I can watch a crazy movie together. And that's sort of how we end our day. But I look forward to that. You hear me or not? You might not like that. Well, you do it your way. How about that? But I love that when she sits on that couch and puts those feet on my lap. And we can laugh and then look at each other and go, what a stupid movie that was. <laughs> we had a couple of good ones this week, though. For a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I just want to spend my time, some of my time every day, I want to do that. Y'all hear me or not? Say just enjoy that. So today, today, live your life today. Why? Because tomorrow is seductive. It'll lull you into a life of nothingness. And it's deceitful, making you think you're going to get all this done when. And yet, a lot of times we don't get any of it done. So today, it's all you have. So that's the series we're in. And now we're ready to move forward with the message today. Today's title is this. Just do what? I need your help. That's the other thing I didn't say. I need help. Here we go. Just do what? One more time. Just do what? And do it when? Yeah, do it today. Do it now. Do it today. Do right today. Do right today. You want to have a great life? Do right today. Well, if I had this, if I had... Shut up! You would do so good if you did right Make one right decision and then follow it up with another right decision. And see if you don't have a better day and, uh-oh, a better life by just doing right. Now, we're going somewhere today in the Word. Here we go. I love God's Word. I love it for several reasons. But one of the reasons I love it is He will take people He loved, He loved, He loved, and He loves them still. We see them in the Word of God, and He will show us the dirt on them. See, he's God. They ain't, and you ain't. And so we're going to look at four people today from the Word of God that are going to teach us from their wrong, their wrong behavior and responses how you and I can do right. And that's why we have the Word of God. I don't like the Word. I don't need the Bible. Listen, you need the Bible. I need help doing right. And God takes these people in the book, the Word of God, people He loves, people who are in heaven with Him. But He shows us these things in their life for our learning and for our admonition. And so I've picked some today. Next week I've got a message. It's called Living Each Day as if it'll be your last. And I picked people from the Bible, and I picked them because I get to see the day they died. And I want to see what they did at their death. The day they died. Every one of them died. And every one of them was doing something. I'd like to know what they were doing. So that's next week's message. you got to come. But this week, I picked people who didn't do right. And they knew what was right to do. So we're going to look at them in just a second. Two things will keep you from doing right and living in the now. That word right there, say it with me, procrastination, procrastination. We know what that means. It means putting off things you can do today. So quit putting off things you can do today. You, well, I'll do right tomorrow. That's how I was like on, you know, the last day of December. I mean, I eat like a pig. I'll do right tomorrow. I've been eating like a pig ever since, okay? Cat's out of the bag. It's horrible. But anyway, but guys, we need to quit putting off things that we can do today. Here's another word, my word. I think that keeps us from living in the now. 
And that's prognostication. What does that mean? Here's what it means to me. Thinking too long and too hard about something. Won't you just do something? Oh, and make it something right. Do something right. Do it today. You don't have to think things to death. I'm not against thinking. I think we should think. How many have ever thought too long and too hard and you didn't get a thing done? Can I see some hands? That's what I'm trying to say. It happens all the time. Thinking so long, fantasizing about tomorrow is going to cause you to miss the wonderful things that you could be experiencing today. So now let's turn the page, Rod. Here we go. The message for today. That was a little bit of a commercial, a little intro. Here's where I want us to go now. Not procrastinate, not prognosticate, but to prepare. I want to go to preparation right now. Guys, pop it up, Raj. What do I mean by preparation? By preparing, say it out loud, this whole thing. By Help me, by preparing, that's what? Making right decisions today, you won't be having to repair. That's fixing wrong things when? Tomorrow. By preparing, you do the right thing today. Prepare, let's just do the right thing today. You'll be surprised what kind of crap you're not going to have to deal with tomorrow. You hear me or not? So let's learn. Now, here we go. Here we go, Raj, with just do right. I got four people, people you're going to know. You don't even have to know a lot about the Bible, and you're going to know. How many heard of these two people? Okay. Let's talk about them. They knew to do right, but they didn't do it. They didn't do it. What happened? Every one of these people knew to do right. Every one of them had a love relationship with, Je- with the Lord, with Jesus, with, the, with God. But they did not do the right thing. And I'd like to learn from them. Maybe you and I can be better people. Let's go. Here we go. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, can you help us? We know you're in heaven. And we're sorry that this is written down about you, but it's in there. So we're going to learn from it. Amen. Here we go. So the Lord God commanded the man. He said, now of every tree of the garden, you can eat. You can eat every one of them. Look at them. Look at all of them. But one tree, just one tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. Why? Because in the day that you do that, you're going to what? You're going to surely die. Hmm. So the deceiver, Satan, the devil, the wicked one, comes to Eve having this talk. The woman says to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Did she know what was right to do, yes or no? But the fruit of the tree, which is in the middle of the garden, God said, you shall not eat of it. She even adds this part, you you ain't even supposed to touch it. So she really knew right. Did did she really know right? She said, because if you do it, you're going to die. Surely die. Okay? And the serpent said to the woman, you ain't going to surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat, your eyes are going to be open, and you'll be as gods, knowing good and evil. Keep looking. We're learning. Hang in here. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food... It was pleasant to the eyes. It was a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit. She did eat it. 
gave it to her husband, and he ate it too. Was that a good thing? No. Did they know to do right? Did they do right? And we're going to learn from them. What can I learn from that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Keep looking. But let's read this last verse. Read it out loud. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years. Wait a minute. Read that last part. And he... See, guys, God is right. God is right. He is always right. If anybody's wrong, it's you and it's me. He is always right. He's always truthful. He loves you. He loves them. They knew to do right. They didn't do it. Will you teach us now? Will you teach us? And here's what Adam and Eve would say to us today. Do right. Do right. You have a chance today. Do right. Don't do like we did. Do right. Do the right thing. And then when you do that, do another thing that's right. And then do another thing that's right. Don't do what we did. Do right. Did you hear them? Stay away from forbidden things. If God says no, it means no. You're not being picked on. Quit crying like a baby. God loves you. He cares for you. He has his be- your best interest at heart. You matter to Him. Stay away from forbidden things. Is that right, Adam and Eve? Mm-hmm. Say that last part with me. Partaking of good things makes for good days. Let's say that again. Partaking of good things makes for... Did we learn? Yes or no? Do you think if we listen to them today, we might have a better day? Amen or oh me? You seem sort of divided on it. We'll go with another one. Moses, have you ever heard of him? He's the greatest leader who ever lived. Ever. Remember him? Let my people go! Remember him? Pharaoh? Remember the the Red Sea? You think you're great. Red Sea party, remember? God used this man in a mighty way to, to deliver his people. Remember the 40 years in the wilderness? What, it was the cloud by day, the fire by night? Remember all that? Remember the manna? That was Moses. But Moses didn't do right. He was a great man. You can be a great person. That doesn't mean you're right all the time. We need to do the right thing. We need to do it today. So let's see what happened. So there was no water for the congregation. Now, this had happened before, and they didn't have water. You remember the story? Some of y'all remember what happened? There was no water. And so he goes to the Lord. He petitions the Lord. And the Lord says, take that rod that I gave you and do what to the rock? Do what? Smite the rock. Hit the rock and water will come out. Do it before the congregation. I'll receive glory and honor and it'll happen. And he did that. And water came from the rock. The people, their beasts, everything was filled. We're talking about a million plus people, okay? So they were in a desert and they were watered. They were nourished. Well, they needed some more water. There was no water for the congregation. Again, 
And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. That's what these people did to these poor people the whole time. And the people chode with Moses. And they spoke and said, Would to God we had died with our brethren before the Lord. I mean, these were horrible people to lead. And they said, Why have you brought the congregation of the Lord into this wilderness where we and our cattle, we're going to die here. And so Moses was getting all jumped on. Y'all hear me or not? Hang in here. We're trying to learn. Now, what did Adam and Eve teach us? Do right. Stay away from forbidden things. Partaking of good things makes for a good what? Day. Moses, what can you help us with? Well, Moses and Aaron, they went from the presence of the assembly, the people. They went to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. They fell upon their face, and the glory of the Lord appeared to Moses and Aaron. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Take your rod, same stick, gather the folks together, you and Aaron, your brother. Say this part with me. And speak unto the rock before their eyes. And it shall give forth water. And you shall bring forth to them water out of the rock. So thou shalt give the congregation and their beast drink. Do we understand the directions? What did God tell him to do? Speak to the rock. Did he tell him to do anything other than that? No. Just do right and do right today. Y'all hear me or not? Well, Moses, what would you do? You're a good man. You're the greatest leader of all time. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. But then Moses goes off the rail. I think you've done it a time or two, and I've done it more than a time or two. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said unto them, oh, listen to this, Hear you, rebels! Must we fetch you water out of this rock? I don't remember that in the instructions. I mean, he is laying into them. And he's wanted to say this for a long time. You can't blame him. And Moses lifted up his hand with his rod. Say it with me. And he what? Smote the rock. Now, he did it once. Wham! Uh-oh. So then he does it again. Wham! And this time, water came out abundantly. Wonder why twice. Well, God, when he hit it the first time, he wanted, he wanted Moses to know, you screwed up, okay? But even though you're a screw-up, I'm still going to give the people water. And the congregation drank, and their beast also. But wait a minute. We're learning. We're learning to do right. We're learning to do right today. Just do right today. Yesterday's gone. Does the Bible say if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness? Does it say that? Well, yesterday's gone. You have today. Just do right today. So God spoke to Moses. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Say it with me. Because you believed me not... 
and to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore you shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. I'll be honest with you, when I read the Bible, it seems like the most unfair thing in all the Bible I've ever seen. It's crazy. I mean, this guy was amazing. But you know what? Moses didn't do the right thing. And that's how much God values you and me doing the right thing. Y'all hear me or not? Moses didn't do the right thing. So what did that mean? That mean that man never got to go into the promised land. You know Martin Luther King's speech, junior speech? I have a dream. Go to the promised land. Guess where he got that speech from? Moses. Moses. Moses never got to go into the promised land because of his wrong decision-making in his day. Moses, what would you say to us today? Would you help us? We know you're in heaven. We know you're with the Lord. How many are glad your life isn't in the Bible? Can we see it again? How many, if your life was in the Bible, it would have been a lot worse than that? Say, come on, lift a hand. Here's what Moses would say. Act right. Your actions matter. I was angry. They had pissed me off. Excuse my language. And I let them have it. And it cost me. Watch your actions. You have a chance today to do right. Do right. Watch your actions, the way you act. How many are following my drift? There you go. Say it with me. Out loud, stay away from the hot buttons. We're talking about just do right and do it today. Adam and Eve said, stay away from forbidden things. You'll have a lot better day, Gary. Moses says, Gary, stay away from that that hot button, that hot side of you. Y'all hear me? Will an out-of-control temper or anger screw up a day? Let's be honest. Come on, raise your hand. How many had that happen in your life? Yeah. I'm trying to help you, and God's trying to help you. We're trying to help together up here. Say that last line with me. Anger without sinning makes for what kind of day? Peaceful. How many knows that's the truth? Yes or no? How many know it's better? It's not that you're not angry. It's not that you're not angry. But how many know it's a lot better to go outside and take a walk? How many have had to do that before? I've just had to go outside, take a walk, yes or no. I've just got to cool down. Got to cool down. Yeah? This is good. This makes for a better day, and you'll have a better what? How many after you went and cooled down many times, you realized you saw another perspective maybe, and it, it, it got a lot better? Anybody want to say that? It got a lot better. Now, here's the bad thing. Here's the bad thing. If you're not careful, you'll get by with it. You can hurt people, say terrible things to people. And they'll let you get by with it. But you didn't get by with it. 
actually what's happened, you've had a pattern now. You've had a pattern of behavior now that's been established. And you don't even think it's wrong anymore. That's a sad way to live your life. You hear me or not? Yes or no? If if that gets you good, you got got. Good. We're here to help, man. This is from Adam and Eve. Come on. This is from Moses. Moses said, yeah, I I had had a great life. I did a lot of great things. But don't be like me. Don't give the people a piece of your mind. Learn to watch your mouth. Guard your tongue. Take a walk. How about this? Do what he said do. Be better. Amen? Last one. Last one. David. David. Were every one of these people on the screen people that God loved the tar out of? Yes or no? Oh, my gosh. David, finish it. He was a man after what? God's own heart. You can't get better than David. He was a little boy. You're going to be king. He followed the Lord. He loved the Lord. He sang to the Lord. He was a mighty warrior. He fought for the Lord. He was incredible. But David screwed up. This isn't a message today to let us off the hook. Well, they all screwed up. I'm a screw up, so I'm okay. No, this is in God's Word so that we can do better. So, David, what happened? Well, it came to pass after the year was expired. Sounds like about now, doesn't it? It was a time when kings go to battle. And David was a warrior king. But David sent his general, Joab, and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon, and they besieged Rabbah. Say that last part with me. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. Now, it's a time when kings go where? To battle. And was David a warrior king? But where's David? He stayed in Jerusalem. Now, if you don't know the story, listen. So he's, he's at home when normally he would be on the battlefield, right? It came to pass in the evening, David arose from off his bed. He walked upon the roof of the king's house, and I can only imagine it was a nice roof. And he could see everything. And from the roof he saw a woman naked washing herself. And the woman was what, said out loud? Very beautiful to what? To what? That's a clue. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And somebody said, her name's Bathsheba. She's the daughter of Eliam. And she's married, can you say married, to Uriah the Hittite. Was David a man after God's own heart? Was David a guy who loved the Lord? Sure. Do you know people who love the Lord can screw their life up? So David sent messengers and he took her. He took her. Looking went to Tookin. And she came in unto him and he lay with her. He had sex with her. For she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned into her house, just like it now was good. And the woman, uh uh-oh, say that with me, conceived, pregnant. 
And she told David, sent and told him, said, I'm with child. Wow. How's this going to end? Well, I'll tell you the story because we've got to get out of here. When David found out she's with child, her husband was a mighty man of valor, a man of battle. David told his leaders to put him at the front of the, of the, of the battlefield. He actually says, put him in the hottest spot of battle. And so Uriah was killed on the battlefield. It's all good now, right? And when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she mourned for her husband. Now, wait a minute. Hmm. We're finishing. Looked like it was all good. She became part of his wifehood or whatever you want to call it. But there was a man named Nathan. And Nathan was a what? A prophet. And Nathan came to King David a while after. And he told the king a story. I ain't got all day. We got football. Hang on. He told the king a story. He said, there was a man who had one little lamb. He loved his little lamb. It's the only little lamb he ever had. He loved his little lamb. Slept with a lamb. Ate with a lamb. Lamb loved him. He loved the lamb. Only had one little lamb. There was another man. Had a lot of lambs. A lot of sheep. A lot of everything. And you know what that man did? He took that man that only had one little lamb. He took his lamb and slaughtered it. And David went, well, that's, that's crazy. He should be killed. The man who had all these sheep and would take the one guy's little lamb. Say it with me. And Nathan said to David, said out loud, Thou art the man. He didn't get by with it, did he? He had tried, though, didn't he? <laughs> then said the Lord God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel. I delivered you out of the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom. I gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have moreover given unto you such and such things, David. I love you. Wherefore, you have despised the commandment of the Lord. To do evil in his sight. You've killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword. You've taken his wife to be your wife. You've slain him with the sword using the people of Ammon to do your dirty work. Now therefore the sword, David, will never leave your house. Because you've despised me. You've taken Uriah the Hittite to be your own wife. Thus says the Lord, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house. How many know what happened in David's house? He lost his kingdom to his son. Another son raped his daughter. Another son, who was the wisest man who ever lived, became an utter fool. Solomon. It never left. He, he, he did something in one day that screwed up his whole life and his family forever. Y'all hear me or not? This is an ugly message, ain't it? You'll live... 
I'm going to raise up evil against you out of this house. I'm going to take your wives before your eyes. I'm going to give them to your neighbor. And he's going to lie with your wife in the sight of the sun. For you did it secretly, David. But I will do this thing before all of Israel and before the sun. How many are glad we're almost done? You are. You'll be fine. Here we go. We're done with the message. David, what can you teach us? He's in heaven. He's forgiven, thank God. Amen. Can we say it again? Aren't you glad your life and my life ain't in the Bible? Say. So Adam and Eve said, do right. Moses said, act right. And David would tell us today, look right. Say it with me. Stay away from what? Suggested places. I'll let you fill in the blank on what that means. If you want, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about next week. I'm talking about today. Today. Do right today. Act right today. Look right today. And if you get it tomorrow, guess what? Do it again. Say that out loud with me, please. Being where you're supposed to be makes for. And I'm not going to have us raise our hand. How many have not been where we're supposed to be? Looking what we're supposed to look at. Being with who we're supposed to be with. Guys, it's time that we change and we do the right thing. Y'all hear me today? We're done, but Raj has a closing lesson for us on the big screen. Here's who we talked about today. Next week, we got five people that died. You're going to see every one of them on the day they died. Adam and Eve, not enough fruit. Moses, not enough respect. David, not enough sex. I wrote it if you don't like it. Adam and Eve, I'll do what I want. Moses, I'll act like I want. David, I'll live like I want. Adam and Eve, I won't surely die. It won't matter. I won't get caught. They did. It did. And he did. Let's thank the Lord for the word. We're done. Amen. Over. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on. Let's get up on our feet. Come on. Appreciate you being here, but don't run out on me. Come on. Come on. Hang in there. Just do right. Hang in here. Unless you got to go to work. We're not going to be much longer. Come on. Let's pray together. Let's end reverently with the Lord. Amen. Come on. Guys, I have to settle down after I preach. I'm crazy. I want the Lord to be able to work. Lord, thank you for your word today. Thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you put people's stories, painful, horrible choices they made, you put them in your word so we could read it, so we could 
be admonished so that we could do better. You love us that much to teach us. So, Lord, I pray you'll burn this word into our heart today. May we always look a little differently at Adam and Eve and Moses and David. Not to put them down, but to say, I've learned. I've learned. And I can do better now. So bless this word to our heart, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And just with heads bowed, guys, I never, ever, ever, ever like to leave a service without giving you the opportunity to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Guys, today is the only day you have. Please don't leave here today. Go out there in that car, turn that ignition, and leave here the way you came in, lost. I'm not trying to put you down, but I I firmly believe there's many of you today, you think going to church will get you to heaven. It won't. It won't. You think being a good person, if I do good enough, God will let me in. He won't. You might think, well, there's not a hell. There is. You must put your faith in Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. The Bible says, believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. The Bible says, he that has a son has life and he that does not have the Son of God doesn't have life. God said it in His Word, if you'll confess with your mouth, Jesus And believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. You shall be saved. Can I lead you in a prayer right now where you you do business with God? Not tomorrow, but today. Not out there in the parking lot, but right here. Would you humble yourself right now? And for some of you, it's it's going to be a big turn. You're turning away from thinking works was going to get you to heaven. It won't. You must put your faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus died on the cross. He rose from the dead. He is your only way to heaven. Would you humble yourself right now and trust Him? Can I lead you in a prayer? Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've done plenty wrong. And I ask you to forgive me. And Jesus, I want you to know, I'm not putting my faith in myself and what I do or what I've done. I'm not putting it in a preacher. I'm not putting it in a church. Lord, today, 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 I'm getting this right. I'm putting my faith in you, Jesus Christ. You died on the cross. You rose from the dead. And I believe you love me. I don't understand it all, but I understand this. I'm getting this right. Save me today, Lord, I pray. Come into my life and live through me. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. With heads bowed, I'm not going to embarrass you, but it's important for you. How many would say, Pastor Gary, I said that prayer. Pastor, I meant that prayer, and I did it today. Can I see your hand up in this, in this building? I see you. I see hands. 
God bless you. That means the world to me. Can you imagine how much it means to the Lord? Matter of fact, it says the angels rejoice. Amen. Lord, thank you for a great day at church. Thank you for the music. Thank you for the message. Lord, thank you for the folks today that made the decision to put their faith and trust in you, Jesus Christ. We honor you today. Help us as we leave this place to do right, to act right, to look right, and know that we're going to have a pretty good life if we follow you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for his word again. Come on, come on, come on, come on.